In this episode, we had Mr. Kentel Williams on running back for the governor of Austin P. Man, it was a great interview, man. I mean, this guy's a intelligent young man, very respectable young man. One day, you know, we may see him in the NFL. He's going places. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Life of Football podcast. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Life of Football podcast, baby. And this your co-host Colin Moore. Glad to have you on, baby. Yes, sir. Today we have Mr. Kentel Williams from the Austin P. Governors, running back number five. He took over as a sophomore. I'm yeah. talking about the starting position. He took over. He ended up doing his thing, man. He, he continued to bowl. Hopefully, one day we're gonna see this guy right here in the NFL, man. He came straight out, straight out of Knoxville, Tennessee, born and raised. And hey, another thing, y'all, this ain't just no fluke. This guy was first team all OVC 2018. He hey, when y'all get a chance, go look at highlights up on YouTube. I'm talking about a straight bowler. He's not just a running back; he's an athlete. When y'all get a chance, go check him out. You know he got a Twitter page as well, man. Y'all go follow him. Um. Man, this is a great this is a great honor for us to have him on, Mr. Kentel Williams. Man, I mean, I, we we happy to have him on. I mean, he's gonna be a upstanding citizen, not only for you know the Austin P. Governors and the student body, but he's gonna be a great ambassador for the game of football. And I know he was pretty much raised the right way, and I know he you know was pretty much taught. I'm not sure all you know how, how the situation was, but I'm pretty sure his mom gave him a lot of love and she showed big time, you know, appreciation, you know, for him. And she showed him the ropes, you know. And I just want to give a shout out to Miss T. Williams. Can't tell yeah. what's happening, man. What's going on? Thank y'all for having me on the podcast today. Man, we definitely appreciate you coming on, man. We 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 we're glad to have you wanted you on. You're a top-notch guy. So that's mm-hmm. a blessing for us. You blessing yourself. Appreciate I've been checking it. everything out about y'all, man. And I want to know how in the world did you get to Austin P? When I looked up all they records from when you was in the ninth grade to your senior year, <laughs> them boys was trash. I'm talking about two and nine, your uh high your ninth grade year. 0 and 12 your sophomore year, 1 and 11 your junior year, 0 and 11 your senior year. So tell me, how in the world did Coach Healy get you to come there when they record your four years of high school was 3 and 43? I, this man must have did some amazing recruiting to get you to go to a school that was 3 and 43. Uh, it was really just, I mean, Coach Healy, before he was at UTC as the wide receiver coach, and he was always, he was already recruiting me hard as a receiver, coming in as a receiver at UTC, and me and him grew, grew that connection, like player to coach connection, and it just felt good, and then one day, he came back to my school, and he told me that he just got the head job position at Austin P, and, and it just, I mean, when he told me, 
he of course he told me about their record and everything and stuff like that. But he was he was really he really came to me as like as much as like he wants to start something new, want to help rebuild a program, and that's just always like been one of my dreams. Start somewhere fresh where don't nobody really know, and just to continue to create a name for myself. So I saw that as an opportunity to come in as a freshman, play right away, and do what I can do and show my abilities on the field and, and get early exposure. I see, and I and I guess whatever he told you, he told everybody else because that year, that 2016 class was rated top five in the FCS, mm-hmm. and then the next year, he had the number one class in the FCS based on 24/7 Sports. So y'all had back to back top what top five and number one. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, it was just like. He, with him coming from UTC, that's also like a big known school in the, uh, I think they're in the SoCon division as far as like FBS football or whatnot. So a lot of players that was that was also coming along with him, he's also like a good recruiter and whatever. So he had a lot of, he had a lot of guys really following him coming in with that school. And he just like, he just, we just knew that like he would give us the opportunity to come in as freshmen and come in and play. So everybody took that chance and took that risk and it worked out for us. Now I see your, that your true freshman year, you ended up with 541 rushing yards. You actually had 385 yards on kit returns and you took one to the house. Right. Did How many games you started that year? Uh, like that. I started later in the season, like I say, probably like midway through the season. At first, I came in as as a wide receiver, and then one day we were just going over Wildcat and everything, and they seen how good I could run with the ball, see my vision and stuff like that. And they asked me if I ever played running back because I actually used to play running back growing up. That's the only position I always played until I got to high school. And so I was like, so then once they told me that I could have the chance to be playing some running back, it took me a while to get in to start starting because they wanted me to learn the playbook, learn the plays and, and stuff like that. So I just I just went ahead and took that risk and I was like, yeah, just put me back here because I saw it as an opportunity for me to get the ball more, help out our team, at least become a winning team or be a better team because I knew and he knew that if the ball was in my hands that I could help out the team a lot more. You you surely did that. How you felt when during that year when y'all went zero and eleven? Did it feel like, man, coach, coach, coach done brought me into something crazy now? Yeah, me and him actually had a conversation about that, especially over the TSU game when we lost by by literally one point, and so it was just, it was just a heartbreaking defeat. And me and him had a conversation later that following week, and I was just because I came from a winning program out of my high school. My high school, we won a state championship three years in a row. Always been known for like being a good high school and whatnot. So, it it was it was just something new. Like I didn't like it because I don't like losing. I don't think no athlete like losing, but it was just something new. So, I mean, of course, it brought my confidence down a little bit, made me think, made everybody else think we're not good enough, or we just still the same off the feet. But he helped bring that spirit back up, help everybody keep their head up and keep moving forward, and make some changes. And then the next year, 2017, that's when everything blew up for Austin P. That's when everybody around the country started hearing about Coach Hill and, mm-hmm. and the rest of y'all right. guys. 
what happened on that season when it just started taking off and y'all ended up eight and four for Oh, uh, we had a lot of people bought in. We had a lot of seniors that was already witnessing that had already witnessed that losing program. And so a lot of them looked at the younger guys and saw that some of the younger guys had some really good talent, had the ability to make it, and they just – and it was really just like a big brother, little brother system. We had a bunch of the older guys kind of leaning on the younger guys, and we had some younger guys leaning on the older guys. So it was just like everybody got bought in, and everybody was willing to work for each other, work for one another, and not worry about the individual stats. It's just do what we got to do to get the job done in order to be a winning team and win the program. See, I like that. I like that. I like how everything going. I noticed that after that, every season, your stats been going up and up in the rushing categories and in kick return, too. Now, your, your sophomore year, you didn't really look like you returned them, but right. this past year, you ended up being an um, All-American. Yes, sir. All-purpose yard, so you still you, – you special at that thing because, really, you could – actually still be a wide receiver slash running back. So you really got a lot going on for you. So coming to Austin P really was a blessing right. for you were all in the same mix now because you're all American and you led the I don't know if you know this, but you I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. you you led the whole FCS in yards per carry, man, you basically had eight yards a carry. It's say seven point nine nine. That that's eight <laughs> yards a carry. So everything Every time you touching the ball, you you pretty much almost a first down guarantee. Right. Yeah. So, go ahead. Oh, uh, it's just with that. It's just like with me. I always been trying to, I always take it upon myself to improve on the past season. That's what all the coaches. That's what all the coaches I've had that told me, especially like some of the coaches that was just there at Austin P. They always told me, "Don't be humble. Always be prepared. Always be ready." I always want to do better than what you did last season. And that's what, and that's just something that stuck to me. So every, each season, I just work to improve myself. I always ask my coaches what I need to work on coming into the game. What, like, even when it's just watching extra film or at practice, I just ask them what I need to work on to improve my game, and then I just take it on from there. I like that. Now, you got June tomorrow, June the first, right? And you got all all of June. All of July. This this your bread and butter, right? Yeah. <laughs> Last ride. I make it count. This your yeah, this your bread and butter. So what you doing differently since you done learned from your freshman year, your sophomore year, and your junior year, what you gonna do this summer that's gonna set you apart and make you top of the top coming out of this year? Oh, um, with me being a smaller back normally. I, this summer, I've really been focused on hitting the weight room, hitting the upper body more, of course, and stuff like that, Building, making myself stronger, more physical, giving myself more strength. And also, I've just been working on keeping my top head speed for, like, a longer distance. So I've really been doing a lot of a lot of field work, a lot of conditioning, a lot of weight room, a lot of heavy lifting in the weight room. So i really just been focused on being being more powerful, being more of a, like a balance back rather than just like a speed back or a back that can get in out get in and out of his cuts fast and stuff like that. Also, been focused. I've been focusing more on my power, on my power. So I've been trying to stay balanced with that and complete running back. All right. So basically, 
this year you finna rip the scene then because you all you gonna be all the way complete. Everything hidden. Yes, sir. Wait. On it. Now I wanna step outside of football one second. Uh, now, I know you <laughs> may do you watch the um, NBA finals? Have you been watching that? <laughs> oh, of course. I just I wanna I, I just wanna get you know, you you thought. Yeah, I just want to kind of see where you're thinking at, man, and and kind of gauge, you know, how you feel about this situation. What you think about Drake steady interacting with the coaches and the like? Give me your thoughts on that, man. And then this, this situation with him and Draymond last night. What what you think about that? <laughs> Actually, I just saw a tweet about him like not too long ago. Somebody was calling him the generation. Of Spike, this generation of Spike Lee, how Spike Lee used to be with the Knicks. They said that's the how Drake trying to be. But, I mean, with my, I mean, he really just, like, playing his part. I mean, of course, you always going to have that one fan in the stands that's talking crazy, trying to get in your head and stuff like that. I mean, in my eyes, that's really all he's doing in order to help his team win because that's who he's rooting for. So, I mean, I don't really see no problem with him doing it, but it's like, it's just like, you know how, like, you got that one father at the high school game that tried to be the coach and then try to yell at the, at the actual coach of the team, then try to yell at his player and all that stuff like that? That's basically what he's doing. So it's just it's just part of the game with somebody into it so much. So, I mean, I I don't know. I really don't got an issue with it, but a lot of people do. Okay, with that being said, <laughs> what was the most – amazing atmosphere you have played in since playing college football. Like, they had you so hyped up that, like, it was like a dream come true for you. Um, I would probably say it was either, it's it's between the Kentucky game for my freshman season or the UCF game. But I'll probably just say Kentucky game because the UCF game I didn't get to finish because of my groin injury. After I had uh, made a third long, I converted a third long for us or whatnot, so I didn't get to finish that game. So I'll probably say my Kentucky game, I had, uh, yeah, yeah, the Kentucky game because it was just like, it was just a big atmosphere, the SEC atmosphere at that. So it just felt good, even though it was cold, but that really didn't matter. But it felt it felt good because we was on ESPN, big crowd, under the lights, Playing against one of my favorite colleges, but as far as like basketball, but a college I always wanted to go to growing up. So it 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 felt good. It felt good. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking on that, you playing a bit very powerful conference yourself now. That OVC, Jacksonville State. Now you know them. Them some big right. boys out there. You know they they. <laughs> You got Tennessee yeah. State, Murray State. I mean, y'all are, mm-hmm. y'all are a great conference, man. Y'all doing some things that a lot of people are being put on notice about. How you feel? You you know, what's your thoughts on yeah. your conference and your team, your overall team this upcoming season? Uh, with our conference, I, I feel confident as far as our team coming into the season because this is just like our conference is a hard conference anyways. It it can go either way with either team, just like it just like but I mean, it's just college football, like anything can happen and spark the momentum for one team and then they can easily be switched right back to the other team. So I mean, it's a it's a good conference to play in. It's a lot of people that can play, a lot of boys that can play. I mean, it's obviously a well known conference for us to have like a lot of transfers coming in from bigger schools where people transfer or whatnot. So I mean it, it's a good conference. It's a, it's a pretty strong conference. 
I mean, a lot of people not might not agree because it's the OVC and we over here on the on the East Coast, and some people think that on the West Coast it's a lot tougher. But I mean, the OVC is it's a it's a real good it's a real tough conference to win. It's hard to win games here. I tell hey, you, with the new winning streak and the new you know the new attitude that Austin P has brought to the table, like what's it like now around game day? What the game day atmosphere is like at Austin P? We we got a lot more people behind us. I can say it. it's a it's we got a whole lot more people behind us than what we had our freshman year. Like you can actually when we do our little golf walk thing, you know how like Tennessee do their little walk to the stadium and stuff like that. When we do that, you can actually tell the difference from my freshman year to what it is now. You can see a lot more people starting to tailgate for the games. They start to announce the games on the intercoms all around the school and stuff like that. It's just a lot more people bought into what we got going to also be as far as the football team and stuff like that, it, it it feels real good because it make not only does it make the atmosphere better, but it makes the players actually feel like they're big time Division One players. Hey, what role did your your mom play? Um, with you, you know, coming up or your grandparents? Like, like, give me some people who right. play some important roles in your life, for you making it to where you are right now at Austin P and being the top-notch player you are, and it seems that, that you are a very respectable and knowledge, knowledgeable young man. Oh, uh, it was really – it's really my mom and dad, to Kiki, my mom, Takiki Williams, and my dad, Darnell McAfee, and really also my grandmother, Glenda Andrews. Growing up, I mean, growing up, everybody going to experience struggles. Growing up in a rough neighborhood – Growing up, you know, you had to go, you know, you got to be tough growing up where you in a bad neighborhood, grew up in a bad environment and stuff like that. But everybody want to seek to find their way out. For me, I, I found football as my opportunity or sports in general because I played football and basketball and also ran track. And so just growing up, it just, it just always stuck to my mind to help my family to do better, like. I always tell my mama, I promise we're not going to struggle no more. I always tell my dad we ain't going to struggle no more. And I always tell my granny I'm about her at house that she always wanted to get and stuff like that. So, I mean, with them three, I mean, that's top of the line. I also got a big brother that, I always, that I've always looked up to growing up, growing up seeing him play collegiate ball, but he played basketball. But I still kind of, like, got the gist on what it's like to be a college athlete. So, I mean, growing up for them – I mean, I do it for them, but I also do it for myself because I always told myself that I always want to be a good father, help my family, and I always want to provide and support my family growing up, being a good father and stuff like that. Okay, I love that answer, man. Now you speak on your dad. Did your dad play in um sports in high school or even in college? Um, no, nah, he he played football and basketball in college. I mean, in high school, but he didn't. He didn't pursue his dream to go play college basketball because, I mean, him and my mom had my older brother at an early age. So, I mean, it kind of set him back a little bit. But I saw some other stuff was going on. And then my mom, she, I mean, she worked from time to time growing up, watching her spend countless hours working, being, not being at home, not being able to, like, really just have time to relax and be stress-free. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just like rough seeing that type of stuff. So, 
I mean, I always strive myself when I when I feel myself get down, I start to think about that stuff and remember why I'm doing it, who I'm doing it for. Okay, great answer, man. I love that. Now you see you what you what you just said, man. It is a struggle out here, especially when you become an adult trying to pay bills and trying to maintain in life. Um uh, with that being right. said, like life after football, what you're looking at to trying to get your right. degree in or what you would like to do for as a career after football? Uh, I'm getting the. I'm currently working on finishing my degree in uh, sports broadcasting communications. So pretty much, I like to like do stuff with like sports, like uh, sports analysis, sports anchoring, or so, and stuff like that. Been on like radios, or even been an anchor on ESPN or something like that, talking about the game. Being a step by step type type of guy, something like that. So, I mean, it's, yeah, that's pretty much re- really it right now as far as my plan B, other than finishing college, getting a degree, and getting a good job, and being able to uh, support and provide for my family. Well, hey, big dog. I want to say I'm thankful and I'm happy you joined us today on this podcast. Man, keep doing your thing, keep running that ball hard. And I'm telling y'all, everybody out there, look out for him. Kentel Williams, number five for Austin P for the governor. You may see him in the senior bowl. You may see him at the combine. Hopefully we see him at all these events and eventually see him on the NFL field. Y'all go support him. Go support his team. You know, if y'all see a game on the um, TV, check it out for a few minutes, man, and tweet him. Hey, I see you out there. You, you know, you're doing good or whatever. Hey, William, big dog, the floor is yours, man. I'm going to give you an opportunity right now, to, you know, to say whatever you, you would like to say in closing. And um, the floor is yours. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show, man. I just want to tell everybody thank y'all for giving me this opportunity. Thank I want to thank the Lord for blessing me with this opportunity, blessing me with the ability to play football, blessing me with the people around me that's help, that's there to support me and help me get through what I got to get through in order to make it to the top. Uh, I just want to say first game, August 29th on a Thursday, tune in. We play North Carolina Central, and it's going up. I appreciate y'all for listening to this. Well, y'all heard it right here. First game against North Carolina Central, man. That's another powerhouse school, man, an HBCU school. You know, OVC against the MEA is going down, baby. Hey, we want to thank Mr. Williams for coming on. We want to thank our coaching staff at Austin P for doing such a great job and the staff at Austin P for doing such a great job and bringing out a great young man. I want to thank your mom and dad for doing such a great job as well. Hey, from life and football to you all, we are. Mm-hmm.